Hi, I'm Kat from the Fit Father and Fit Mother Project, and we are so excited to have you here today. We have a very special podcast episode. We have the one and only Ben here, who is our head trainer for both our Fit Father and Fit Mother programs, and he is going to share his story, and you're just going to be able to meet him and see how awesome he is, what our members already know. They already love him and adore him, but let's not take any more time. Let's jump right into it. Ben, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. This is a long time coming. I've uh, I've heard this uh, should have been happened a while ago, but uh, we're here now. So uh, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> we're here. All right. Tell everyone here who you are and a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So um, I am uh, 41 years old. I reside in, just turned 41 years old, uh, may I add. I reside in Bristow, Virginia, which is about 45 minutes southwest of Washington, D.C. I was born and raised in Virginia. spent most of my life here. Um, I have two boys at home. We have an 11-year-old and 8-year-old. And I have been married to my beautiful bride for 16 years now. And I've been with FFP. uh, Just came across my five-year anniversary. So I don't know if you knew that, Kat. But yeah, just uh, five years a few days ago. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much my backstory. Awesome. All right. One of the incredible pieces of the Fit Father and Fit Mother Project is that all of our team members have walked this journey in some way. Everyone here has struggled with their weight, whether it was trying to lose weight, whether they wanted to gain weight, gain muscle. They've had a journey that they can connect with members on. And You've had one of those journeys, and I don't know if many of the members know that. I think they see you, and they think there's this fit trainer, right? <laughs> and he's always been that, and he's never experienced you know, this struggle. But you have. You've been there. So let's hear it. Let's talk about it. Yeah, so um, I guess I don't want to go too far back, but I was always uh, the chubby kid, I guess I would say, growing up. And as I got older, I was pretty much, I would say, the definition of skinny fat. Uh, I don't necessarily have uh, the best genetics. Sorry, mom and dad, if you guys are listening to this. Um, (laughs) I know it's not your fault. That was the the hand you were dealt as well. But um, that's just kind of the way it was growing up. And uh, I was always active as a kid, you know, played uh, all sorts of sports, baseball, basketball, lacrosse, martial arts. I did uh, a ton of different sports. I was always active, uh, but I just... You know, I was just always that uh, little chubby kid. And um, we're talking about in the 1980s here. And my mom actually had uh, the foresight to always make sure we ate our veggies, always make sure we had something green, as she would say, uh, in all of our meals. So it's not like I was uh, eating the worst either. She had a a very powerful and and very strong influence on my life uh, that I didn't know until I was an adult and I fell in love with this uh, industry. But yeah, I just could never make the uh, progress that I wanted to, even at a young age. And then when I got older in high school, uh, still doing sports, lifting weights, taking weight training in school, et cetera. And I still just couldn't uh, make the progress that I was looking at. And I have these two friends that all sticks out to me. There's uh, one guy that I lifted with every single week, and he would literally you know, go out to eat six days a week with his family, They're, you know frozen pizzas sky high in their chest freezer. And uh, this kid's like sporting a six pack. I'm like, what is happening? You know, I have my mom making sure I'm eating veggies and we're drinking a ton of water. And like, why am I this chubby kid? It just didn't make sense. And I had this other buddy who, but literally when I go to Sassa after school, eat three pieces of white bread as a snack, right? And same thing, you know, sporting a six pack, totally ripped. And 
you hear about those kids or when they're teenagers or young adults that can eat whatever they want, you know, and, and, and not gain a single pound. Well, that, that wasn't me. So uh, by the time college rolled around, I had put on, I think I was about 180 going into uh, college and then I ballooned up to 215 after my freshman year, right? So and how, uh, how tall are you for people listening? Yeah, so, That's important. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, of course, for sure. I'm six foot flat. Um, so instead of that, you know, freshman 15 that a lot of people tend to gain. Mine was uh, quite a bit more than that for sure. And then, you know, college lifestyle, fraternity lifestyle, lots of pizza, lots of beer. And then all of a sudden, just one day, I just realized, hey, you know, I'm borderline obese if I wasn't there already uh, up at 215. And um, I realized, hey, this is this is not the lifestyle I want. So uh, for me, it was kind of like a light switch. And there's one day <laughs> I said, you know what? This is the last day. Uh, I'm, I'm not going out like this. And uh, ordered myself a pizza. I ate half of it because I knew it was going to be the last time I would just gorge myself like that. And then the next day, uh, the rest is history. So this was uh, my summer year between junior and senior year in college. And um, that was 20 years ago uh, this past summer. So uh, I just kind of came across that milestone. I've never looking back in my lifestyle uh, has never been the same ever since then. How? Like, when I think about being in college, to make a decision in college, okay, I'm going to start eating healthy, and that you're in a frat, too. Like, how did you handle that? What did that even look like? Yeah, this, that's definitely, there were some challenges, because uh, I still wanted to live the, uh, you know, the quote, college lifestyle. I still wanted to have fun, especially in my senior year, right? It was my last year, and uh, I still wanted to, to be with my friends and, and hang out and have a good time. So I always tried to find it, uh, a way to implement some sort of healthy change in my life, right? So, you know, I still splurged on occasion. You know, I still had fun at parties and such, but uh, I found a way to eat healthier uh, throughout the week, right? So uh, we would always have what they call brotherhood dinners where uh, we would all get together and then usually it would be pizza or Chinese, take out Chinese food or some unhealthy uh, stuff like that, where I didn't want to miss out and hanging out with them. So I would just bring my own, right? I, every once in a while, of course, I would still enjoy the pizza or the Chinese food with them. I didn't want to deprive myself either. But most days, I would just bring my own food so I could still hang out with them. Or I made sure I always got to the gym uh, before classes in the morning, sometimes a little harder than other days at the 8 a.m. classes. But, you know, I always still found a way uh, to, to be active. And I would incorporate uh, more of an active lifestyle with doing sports with them, trying to get them to run with me and, and to hit the gym with me so I could still spend time with them. So it was a balance, you know, and uh, wasn't the easiest situation. But that's why I always tell some of our members that if I could do it in college, in a fraternity, you know, I'd still lose the weight that uh, you could do it too and whatever uh, lifestyle uh, obstacles you may have going on. So yeah, it was definitely a challenge, but uh, I'm glad I did it. And uh, I lost about half that weight half of the weight uh, between my junior and senior year, and then the rest I lost uh, in my senior year going on into uh, adulthood, I guess you would say. And how does that change? So you've had 20 years now of keeping the weight off. And I'm sure that looks different when you're a young man coming out of college, right, on your own versus trying to keep the weight off as you know a newlywed and then as a dad and of little ones and a dad of now older ones. Like what has that process looked like and how has that changed? Yeah, so, you know, I guess I'm blessed and potentially cursed with uh, my mindset and attitude. I'm very tunnel vision. So when I get my mindset on something, that's all I focus on. Um, so it was a lot easier coming out of college, as you said, as a young adult and not married yet and basically living my own lifestyle. But, you know, as 
work priorities uh, start coming about as you're newlywed, as you said, and of course, being a parent, you know, your priorities change a little bit, your day to day changes uh, a lot a bit. And uh, I think I was lucky enough to create habits uh, from an early uh, age when I first started doing this, where I was able to um, continue not maybe not the lifestyle that I wanted to live completely, but uh, the major tenets of it, the major staples of it with at least doing something active every day with at least making healthy choices, uh, surrounding myself with uh, positive people who have uh, a strong impact on uh, this lifestyle and supporting me and knowing this is the life I want to live. It's definitely helped uh, a tremendous amount. And what a great point. I think everyone thinks of, okay, I need more movement. And I need to be eating that perfect plate, you know, my vegetables and my protein. Everyone thinks of that hydrating. But you mentioned surrounding yourself with those positive people who are going to continue to encourage you to stay on track. That I don't think is often added in to that realm of what we think of. And that is so important. And I'm happy you mentioned that so members can hear that. Like 20 years of success came with support from others too around you. So did yeah, your sure. family latch on right away when you said you wanted to make this change? Or was there some push back from from talking about making a different lifestyle change? Yeah, I wouldn't say there's pushback from family, but more so uh, from friends. And maybe not pushback might not be the right word, but it may be more, uh, you know, I'm going to work happy hours, you know, and, and not, you know, partaking with them or when you have company uh, or office pizza parties, you know, why aren't you do, you know, you know, have some, it's okay, it's not a big deal. And of course, it would have been okay, you know, if I wanted to have a slice here and there, it's totally fine. You know, we got to live normal life too. But uh, on the other hand, I, I had a goal in mind that I wanted to uh, reach and strive for. And so there's a little bit of, uh, uh, not, yeah, not pushback, but I would say maybe not a support, as supportive as I, I could have needed or used from some of my peers or, or coworkers or office mates. But eventually, once they saw this type of lifestyle I was living, they saw, you know, how good I was feeling and uh, just how happy it made me. They, they eventually got on board. And then, uh, you know, ideally, or hopefully, I, I was able to rub off on them a little bit as well. All right. So he mentioned happy hours and pizza parties. Those are not with the Fit Father Project. I want to make sure that everyone knows that. (laughs) (laughs) So let's kind of go through that. That's a great chance for us to open up. How did you end up here? How did you end up a trainer at the Fit Father and Fit Mother Project? Yeah. So like I said, I had fell in love with um, uh, the journey when I uh, lost uh, my weight between junior and senior year of college. Uh, so much that I wanted to make uh, a change in my uh, studies at school. Um, but unfortunately, at the University of Virginia, where I went, go who's, uh, they did not offer uh, exercise science or, or kinesiology or anything like that. So uh, I didn't really have any options at that point. And I didn't want to transfer with only one year left before I graduated. So um, what I decided to do is I would just move forward with my normal career path and um I put that in my back pocket for later. So I spent time after college working as a researcher, uh, software tester, quality assurance. I worked in tech uh, for a little while. And then, you know, seven, eight years later, after I graduated, I realized, hey, you know what? I want to align profession with uh, passion. And so I made the difficult decision that I was going to uh, quit my job to uh, get my uh, personal trainer certification. And uh, this was in 2010, I believe, 2011, somewhere around there. And I was working for an amazing, very, very progressive company called The Motley Fool. 
uh, which I'm sure, sure some of you who are listening may have heard of this company. And they were uh, super progressive with how they treated their employees. And before I left, I pitched them on the idea of potentially having kind of like a wellness person on staff, right? Someone that could help help their bottom line, help with uh, their ROI, maybe you know reduce some absenteeism, boost productivity, increase happiness, things like that. And you know, this was like I said in 2010, before corporate wellness was you know wasn't even a thing yet, or maybe in its infancy. And they bought the idea, they loved it, and uh, I created a position at this company where I switched over from quality assurance tech work to doing this uh, uh, more wellness promotion. And I uh, did that for a few years, and it was it was basically a dream job. I got to create the job from scratch, and uh, I was very appreciative of that, of that opportunity. But my wife and I wanted to be at home with our uh, young babies and then toddlers and our infants and then toddlers as they grew. So we made another very difficult decision. We both quit our secure full-time salary jobs to go more self-employed uh, so we could work at home and be with them as they grew up. And then, uh, so I worked uh, for myself as a trainer uh, online and in person. And, you know, fast forward a few years later, they're, they're back in grade school and I was ready to rejoin the workforce. And uh, luckily enough, I found uh, the Fit Father and Fit Mother Project and uh, the rest is history. And then I've been with you guys ever since. I mean, that's incredible to trust that like love of family and say, hey, it's going to like, it's going to work out. We're going to make it work. And now you get to help well, other people. That way. It wasn't always that smooth. But. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Looking back, like it worked out so well, but I am positive that was extremely stressful <laughs> when you're in the moment. A little but, bit, a little bit. <clears throat> yeah. It, okay. So let's talk about that. Like when it was stressful, did you feel yourself ever starting to slipping on your own health or did that almost boost you to stay on top of your health during that stressful time? I would say more the latter. It definitely boosted me. Um, you know, like I said, I've, I've tunnel vision with uh, my goals and, and I never want to waver from them. Uh, but I could definitely feel uh, the uh, mental stress coming on with uh, obviously with, you know, now with a, a newborn or a young kid and a newborn in the house and uh, trying to make ends meet financially. And, you know, we're working for ourselves. And, you know, I, I was lucky enough to have an amazing, amazing wife who was super supportive of uh, this type of journey of trying to make it on my own. Uh, so that definitely helped. But uh, staying with your healthy eating habits, staying with your daily movement, um, taking the time to, I would make sure I'd get outside every day just to be in the sun and be near water and, and uh, get a little bit of that earthing, uh, get my feet in the grass, just to kind of ground myself, literally uh, ground myself into the earth every day just to make myself uh, realize, hey, you know, I'm doing this for the right thing. You know, it's all going to be okay. And, and luckily it was. Hey, it's Dr. Ray. I want to quickly pause this episode to thank you for listening to this Fit Father podcast. I am just blown away at how amazing this podcast has become. I had no idea when I started FFP around 10 years ago that it would grow into such an impactful mission. And I want to let you know that I am so grateful to be connected to you in this lifetime. And on behalf of me and my entire team, we are so grateful to be in your life helping you get and stay healthier for your family. That's what I want to share. Just some gratitude from my heart to yours. Let's get back to today's episode. Okay, so you're over here at the Fit Father and Fit Mother Project. And you start being a trainer here, and now we're taking off. Talk to us about what you do. For those who are listening who aren't members, Like, what do you do for the Fit Father and Fit Mother Project? 
Yeah, so um, we have a wide, wide range of members uh, coming to us from all varying fitness levels. Um, obviously, the majority are you know trying to lose weight or change their body composition, and uh, but they all have different, um, different uh, potentially limitations or dietary restrictions or injuries that they may be dealing with, etc. So, uh, as the head trainer at FFP and FMP, I'm here to kind of help. Uh, make their journey theirs, uh, whether it's through our routine exercise modifications for movements that fit their needs a little bit better, or like I said, they have dietary restrictions, they can't eat certain foods, how can they mold uh, our principles, our eating habits into their lifestyle, and I can help uh, create that for them, kind of a little bit of a cheerleader uh, as they uh, go through the program, and and just making sure that uh, I'm in their corner to help support them however they need it. Uh, throughout the journey because it is it can be a very long journey for people and it, it is very easy to slip up of course and that's totally natural uh, it's perfectly normal for uh, anyone going through this because there's so many ups and downs and challenges and and uh, I just I want them to know that I'm here to help support them and, and help uh, walk them through any with anything they need yeah it's kind of that added community too right not only are you that trainer you're also like you said you're in their corner like you're rooting for them, you care. And I think that's different, right? That's something that's unique to the Fit Father and Fit Mother Project is that we have an entire staff who really is rooting for you. We want you to do well. We want you to succeed. We want you to be able to create your own perfect plate with your family. And you get to watch these members do that and be on this journey with them, which is incredible. Now, while you're here at the Fit Father and Fit Mother Project, how has your kind of fitness goals changed? Because you're at 20 years, you've lost your weight, right? So now what are you trying to do? What are those new goals that you've kind of started to walk into? Yeah, so that's kind of, uh, once again, I guess the the, uh, the gift and the curse of this mindset that I have, you know, so I, I ended up losing 65 pounds. That was my total amount that I lost. And when I got to my lowest, I realized it was just a little too low for my size, for my height. Uh, so I wanted to build back up. But in the last 20 years, you know, I've cycled through so many different uh, challenges, either uh, challenges that were presented to me from um, like physical, actual, not like detrimental challenges, but like actual physical challenges uh, for either, you know, gaining muscle and building my body back up versus cycling back, trying to cut back on body fat a little bit. Uh, going through different dietary changes, um, uh, eating primal at one point, paleo at one point, keto at one point. Just, I like to keep things interesting and try different things. And I, I think I've evolved to the point now where, first of all, I thought I knew a lot coming in here working uh, before I started working for the company. But what Dr. Anthony has uh, shown and introduced to me has been uh, eye-opening. I feel like I maybe uh, had half of my fitness journey, you know, leading up to the company, you know, 15 years of it. And then these last five have just been like another half. It's been that much information. And I feel like I'm kind of evolving now into more of a, I don't want to say maintenance lifestyle. There's not that there's anything wrong with that, but I, I want to, I like to push through to certain goals and, uh, but trying to find that balance between having a better overall healthier lifestyle, not just reaching, uh, blindly for a certain goal, uh, uh, so I guess there's kind of a bit of a balance, I guess I would say, from trying to build muscle, trying to shed fat, trying to stay cut, trying to do different dietary challenges to more of a, okay, what is 
going to be healthiest for me and my family and my two small kids in the long run, right? That's, that's all that matters at the end of the day. So uh, being there for them, being present for them, uh, while also giving myself that taste of a challenge that I, that I so desire. Yeah. And you do have another unique perspective of you can connect with members who are trying to lose weight because you've been there, you've kept this weight off, you know that, but you also like trying to put muscle on. And I know we have talked about this a lot of that wasn't natural for you. Like your body didn't, it wasn't like, oh, you were just working out and lifting weights and, you know, muscle mass, you know, was bulking and you were just growing You've also stepped into that where you can connect with members who have switched over to old school muscle and are really working to put on muscle mass because you put a ton of effort into that for yourself. Yeah, for sure. I think a problem that I had for many years and I probably didn't discover uh, intently enough until I started here was uh, not eating correctly. Not, not that I was eating bad foods, but not eating enough foods, especially when you with that caloric surplus you need for growth, right? I, I spent so long trying to lose uh, weight and body fat uh, for this journey that it's hard to switch over, right, to, to eat at that surplus. And I think for many years, I sabotaged my success and uh, potential results by you know burning away at some really necessary lean muscle, lean tissue. And um, I think I've learned enough from that from my personal experience that I can help. Uh, help with our members who cycle between the two programs because you know for those who aren't listening who may not know uh, we have two main tracks on the FFP side we have the uh, FF30X which is more of a weight loss fat loss body composition changing type program and then old school muscle as Kat mentioned OSM is more of that muscle building growth development type program very very different programs very very different uh, protocols and lifestyles Um, and I think I was caught somewhere in the middle and uh, so I understand that struggle for sure, but um, learning what I've learned uh, along the way for myself, and then like I said, from uh, Dr. A and uh, the necessary steps it takes to either lose body fat uh, or build muscle, very different uh, journeys, uh, I can definitely help uh, with our members uh, who have uh, gotten to their point uh, where they're happy with, where they're, with their weight, and, and they've lost everything they wanted to, but they're ready to switch over. Uh, it's a great place to be, and I can definitely uh, understand that from their point of view. How did you realize, because you said like you had to realize you were not eating enough and kind of burning away at that muscle mass. How did you figure that out? If someone is listening right now, how would they think about it for themselves? Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a process. Uh, as I alluded to before, with something like FF30X, it's a lot easier, right? I mean, it's easier to eat at a deficit. You don't necessarily have to calculate your, your calories to the T. You definitely can, and we have some members that do, which is perfectly fine. Uh, but for uh, most of our members who uh, are on our FF30X plan, they don't necessarily have to, right? We kind of keep it simple enough where you're making healthy choices, you're moving daily, you're going to see changes for sure. But with OSM, with old school muscle and muscle building programs, you need to be a lot more tuned in with your macros, right? You got you to gotta know about your uh, caloric intake, how much you're eating, how much you need for growth, et cetera. And I thought I was doing that uh, plenty well, plenty good. Um, uh, but I don't think I was eating enough to uh, match my lifestyle. I like to have you know a daily workout. Uh, most days of the week I'm lifting, but I also like to take multiple walks throughout the day as well. Um, so I don't think I was matching. So uh, my weights were going up, and that could have just been a central nervous system boost uh, uh, from that perspective. I wasn't undersure, well, I wasn't understanding. I was able to lift more, but my body weight was not going up, right? Or my measurements weren't going up. Sure. And I think it just got to a point where hey, you know what, I'm not eating enough. 
to support my needs. And then obviously through OSM and, and these detailed plans, I realized, hey, you know what, I need to be doing some uh, calorie cycling, which we break down in the program about eating at that surplus that's necessary for growth. So um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a challenge, but uh, it is possible once you dial in everything and if you're willing to as well. And thankfully, we have a team who can help you do that. <laughs> you know, Ben has Absolutely. figured it out. Look, Ben's been here. He's figured it out. <laughs> He's done this hard work. <laughs> you can come to our team and join. Dr. Anthony's put the plan together. Ben's tested it. He's run through it all, and he can help That's you right. perfect it. You don't have to do any of that part now if you're listening. Just come <laughs> join just in. <laughs> you just show up. <laughs> that's that's the best part. Okay. Yeah. What's your next goals, Ben? Tell me. What are your workout goals? Well, well, you know, as you know, Kat, we've talked about this a ton. I just uh, I, I was doing keto most recently for myself. And I, I realized I was doing it for nine months. And, you know, once again, with that blessing and that curse of the tunnel vision, I did it for nine months straight. I didn't come and go. It was, I was in nine months in, in uh, ketosis. And um, I realized it wasn't for me. I, I kind of had the opposite effect. I had some great results up front. You know, I wanted that challenge for that 20-year anniversary. I wanted to do something completely different. I'd never done keto before. So... I thought I'd give it a shot, and uh, and then my body started revolting and going back the other way. My cortisol levels were just too high. I was storing more body fat than I was comfortable with, and I said, you know what? Hey, I love the workout routine I've been doing, this uh, heavier lifting routine, but let's bring some carbs back into the mix and see what happens, and it's been a very welcome uh, experience so far. It's only been a couple of weeks since I've gotten off, but uh, I'm loving it again, and um you know, to tie that in with uh, what we recommend with our program. I mean, keto, it's, if it's an option for uh, prospective members out there or for current members who want to do it, by all means, give it a shot. But uh, we recommend a little bit more balanced lifestyle, right? I mean, keto is not the most sustainable for most people long term. Uh, carbs are not the enemy. And I didn't think they were the enemy either. I just wanted a personal challenge. You know, let me just clarify that. Um, but uh, yeah, so we're, we're more about a more healthy uh, main attainable lifestyle, long-term lifestyle change. And uh, as I said before, I think that's kind of where I'm headed now personally, you know, with, with a little hint of a challenge with, uh, with this heavier lifting, but uh, a little bit more maintained. It's so much easier doing, having the carbs in there, birthday parties and social celebrations. And I'm just so, so glad to, to be back in that, uh, you know, normal lifestyle, I guess I should say. Yeah. I mean, I think sustainability, being able to have a program that it doesn't really feel like a program almost. You're like, okay, I'm eating a healthy plate in front of me. Maybe you're boosting how much protein you're having or, okay, I'm focusing on my hydration, but you're just you're eating a healthy plate of food at all of your meals, right? That's sustainable. Like you said, you can go to a birthday party. You can have these days where you can have holidays because that's just one day. It doesn't doesn't matter. You're just eating healthy and there's one day where there's a holiday or there's one day with a birthday and you keep moving versus like the keto or the paleo where they are great tools, but are they sustainable forever? You had an interesting experience. So you did this for, you all need to really listen here. When Ben tries something, <laughs> he goes all in. Like when he said he was doing this for nine months, this was no cheating, like completely all in. There was nothing that varied. He was in ketosis for nine months, like 100%. There's no doubt in my mind there. And then then you experienced this where your body was was angry, like revolted at you. And now it's like, just get back to the basics. Like mm -hmm. just eat these healthy foods. And it sounds, like you said, it sounds simple, which I don't want to say it's simple because it really isn't with all of 
like what the world puts out there for us and what media right. shows us and what we can get. But it's more simple than yeah, I, most things. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. And I just want to clarify, I mean, if for those out there who, who want to do something like keto, you know, if that motivates you, obviously a lot of these diets work because they all have something similar in common. You're getting rid of a lot of the junk food. You're uh, eating more, uh, hopefully more, uh, you know, nutritious whole base type foods. And that's why a lot of these diets tend to work. Um, but what we promote at FFP and FMP, it's more about that, uh, as Kat mentioned a couple of times, just eating that perfect plate. And for those who don't know, you're just dividing a plate into three, right? It's so simple. You just put 50% of the plate, fill it up with veggies, 25% a lean protein, 25% of a healthy complex carb or a healthy fat, something like that. And boom, you're good to go. And it's just so much more easy uh, and, and maintainable to do something like this uh, long term, right? And, 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 you know, I don't want to put down any type of diet. You can get, you can do it if it motivates you and jump starts you maybe and can help get you going. But yeah, it's just so much easier to live a normal lifestyle in our society by just, uh, you know, promoting moderation and, and making healthier choices and, and, uh, think, and you don't have to do anything crazy or crazy fat if you are trying to, to make changes. Okay. Now we need fun facts about Ben. Ben, what do you do? What are you doing as a hobby? I bet most of these people listening are members. They want to know more about you. What do you do in your free time? <laughs> what do we got? I mean, outside of exercise? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like I said, guys, he's super committed. So exercise is his hobby. But in addition to that, what else yeah. <laughs> do you do? Yeah, I think it will surprise a lot of people. I'm very uh, heavy into uh, fantasy sports. Um, I, I, pr I prefer the daily option. And I like that because there's a big uh, game theory element of that and that goes back to um i was in the engineering school at, at uva and i kind of had that have that mindset right that's why i ended up in tech for a little bit of that uh, uh process uh, oriented thinking mindset so i'm really big into game theory and uh that type of outlet so uh between that and uh, obviously exercise i love spending time with my boys they are at that age where they're Super into sports right now, so basketball, baseball, martial arts, uh, things like that. So coaching them and playing with them and uh, teaching them and uh, just being part of their life is just it's just so huge for uh, me right now because you're never going to get that time back, right? So I'm just so thankful to be at a at a company like the Fit Father Project and Fit Mother Project where they, they allow that type of lifestyle where I can be with them. Uh, because, you know, you know, without uh, family, without your health, I mean, what do you have, right? And so it's uh, uh, definitely a big part of my life, uh, being, being in their life. Yeah. What teams are you cheering with your boys? When you and your boys are watching a game, who are you cheering for? Uh, well, definitely my alma mater, University of Virginia, all sports for sure. That is probably number one. Uh, I'm a big basketball fan, so and football fan, and we don't have the greatest teams here in the Washington, D.C. <laughs> area. Uh, so the Wizards, and then I guess now they're called the Commanders, uh, are the two uh, big uh, professional teams we cheer for. And the Nets, of course, as well. But we're struggling all around here, Kat. All we got is UVA to propel us through. So <laughs> teaching them right at least with that. Oh, my goodness. Okay. We will go with that. Go, go Wizards. Is that, that's who we're cheering sure. for. It's well, I mean, a tough we year. can do that. <laughs> <laughs> sure. We can do that. Okay. If you are someone who is thinking about the program or, you know, they're kind of where you were when you realized like, Hey, I'm overweight. I need to do something. What's that advice you would give for that member or prospective member who's sitting there right now? 
Yeah, I would say you just got to start. Start somewhere. I mean, what we try to promote in our program material, I mean, there's a lot of information, and it's very helpful information. It's very uh, scientific and evidence-based. Uh, Dr. Anthony does want you guys to know why we're promoting what we're promoting and not just blindly doing something. It's supposed to be a lifestyle change after all, not just a quick fix, but just starting somewhere. There is so much you can do, so much you could do uh, just to get going. It doesn't have to be a lot either, right? You know, if uh, you're a big soda drinker, for example, just cutting down, cutting out soda can make a tremendous impact. You will be so surprised how much better you feel if you just switch out your soda for your water uh, consumption, something like that. Or if you live in more of a sedentary lifestyle, just getting outside and moving. I mean, we're not talking about a lot, maybe 15, 20 minutes every day, uh, even after dinner uh, is a preferable option. Maybe in the morning to get that morning uh, sunlight uh, on your skin, in your eyes, it's, it can work amazing wonders just to make you feel better, not just uh, on the short-term micro scale on a day-to-day basis, but long-term. You'll realize how much better you feel. You might be living uh, living in pain and you don't even know it because it's your normal, right? Until you make these changes. Uh, it could be as small as just you know removing that junk food from your house, creating uh, a grocery list just one time, one day, do your shopping and uh, you don't have that food in your house, you got to fall back onto something, right? It's just, it's just basically small changes, you know, hydrating more, giving yourself that extra uh, glass or two of water a day, starting your day off with that instead of just reaching for those caffeinated drinks uh, that, you know, will make you feel good temporarily, but will give you that crash later on. It's just, it doesn't have to be a lot. We're about stacking wins upon wins here uh, at the FFP and FMP, and you can absolutely do that uh, if you start somewhere. And that's, that's just kind of the key, just starting somewhere. Awesome. That's a great way to wrap it up. Start somewhere. Go and see Ben in the Brotherhood and Sisterhood pages. Once you join the program, you're added to this great community. And Ben, as well as our other coaches, are there to support you. And for current members, remember that every Wednesday, you can turn in your questions to Ben and he will answer them live on the Q&A on Fridays for you to see, which is just another amazing benefit of being a member and being part of the community is you really, you get that interaction with Ben. You get to ask those personal questions and we are so happy to be on this journey with you. Please check us out on our YouTube channel for more amazing content. Listen to other podcasts. Send your questions in to us so that our team can talk with you. And we will talk with you on the next episode.